Hello everyone and welcome to Visual Debates. Many significant events took place the past two weeks, but before we dive into the most, the two most significant ones, I want to remind everyone that the tragedy is still there. People die in hundreds every day. Aid is not enough and the little of aid is very hard to reach Gazans. I would also like to point out that the death toll that we know around uh, 25,000 individuals up till now is just the direct causalities of bombing, but the number of people dying as collateral damage is a multiple of that number. People are dying because they cannot do blood dialysis, because there is less emergency rooms in operation, because cancer treatment is almost impossible to get, and for more and more very simple reasons. I find it very symbolic that South Africa is the country that brought this case to the court. The relationship between South Africa and Palestinians is actually very interesting. Nelson Mandela said before that Yasser Arafat, the Palestinian leader, and the Palestinians are their comrades in arms. We may discuss in more depth this interesting three-way relationship between South Africa, Palestine, Palestinians, and Israel. But the point for now is South Africa former apartheid country, believes what we have mentioned here over and over regarding the regime that governs the land between the river and the sea, that is now an apartheid. And the other important point is that the ICJ, the International Court of Justice, refused Israel's request to drop the genocide case, which means that there is enough evidence for the genocide case to proceed. However, I want you to hold your reins. The grass is not as green as one may think. The same week after the ICJ rule, Germany is discussing providing the Israeli army with tank shells. Not bullets, not drones, tank shells. Same week, the USA led a global campaign to cut the funding of UNRWA, or suspend it. The almost exclusive entity that manages aid in Gaza. What I want to say here is that the global policies are not going to change. They were shaped by mutual, mutual benefits, not by ethics. Had it been shaped by ethics, it wouldn't have to wait for the ICJ court ruling in the first place. Best case scenario, after a while, Netanyahu will be sacrificed, maybe Palestinians get a chair in the UN, and endless negotiations for a fictitious two-state solution will restart. I don't want to, f to sound very pessimistic, there is still some green in the grass. Global awareness increases a increased a lot. Maybe that will have a positive long-term effect. Not as drastic as one may think, but at least Palestinians are going to be less ignored. I hope. Now I want to talk about the UNRWA funding uh, suspension, because I think it is really the ugliest thing that I have seen in a very long time. UNRWA, or the United Nations Relief and Work Agency for Palestine, is mandated by the UN General Assembly to serve displaced Palestinians during the period around the 1948 war or Nagba. It miraculously escaped the US veto because back then the relationship between Israel and the USA were not that strong. UNRWA serves more than 5 million Palestinian refugees and are almost the only channel through which aid reaches them. Anyway, 
Israel claimed that 12 of the UNRWA members participated in the attack on the 7th of October. To put that in context, UNRWA has 13,000 employees, that's less than one in a thousand. And although these allegations were not backed up by any announced evidence, UNRWA decided to fire these employees immediately. The United States then decided to suspend aid for UNRWA because of their employees' rule in the 7th of October attack. At this point in time, that is just ugly. And even uglier is that 12 countries from the UNRWA funders suspended their funds as well. Isn't this just ugly or am I missing something? Ironically, almost simultaneously, the USA Congress is now discussing giving Israel a $15 billion aid to recover financially, despite the ICJ ruling. One last remark. Maybe it is just a coincidence, but Israeli officials have been publicly discussing how to use the current war situation to get rid of UNRWA since October the 7th, and how that would be one of the victories of the war. UNRWA is hated by Israel because they represent the legal and ethical right of the displaced Palestinians to get back to their homes in inland Israel. But I have to say, it is just a simple. I don't believe people are going to give up what they think are their rights, even if you succeed in taking down an international symbol, especially when the international community is doing very little already. Thank you very much. There are still more words to say, as long as there are still more days in life.